welcome to Shift Happens. My name is Claudia Mahler, and I am curious about how women made it through turning points in their lives and how they reflect back on them. Too often, women just get on with it. The everyday, the duties, the expectations. Too often, life-altering events are being swept under the rug as life must go on. With Shift Happens, I want to create a space for women to pause for a moment and to share, to listen and to feel heard. A space where we connect and talk about life and its pivotal moments, about the highs and lows, the challenges and the joys, about what has been gained and about how enriching change can be. Some things we hear are heavy, some are funny. They all put me in awe as they are honest and raw testimonies of life. This podcast is a little window into the world. I invited women from all walks of life and various counties, countries and continents. I am in conversation with authors, business owners, artists, life coaches and change makers. All these women have their individual life story and much wisdom to share. Welcome back to Shift Happens. I was just getting ready for my next conversation, which I will also be video recording. So I put on some makeup, I put on some lip gloss, and I was reminded of the time when I was really in love with lip gloss. And lip gloss also, you know, many years ago, I'm sure you remember, had this like very thick consistency. And It was almost hard to get your lips apart, yeah, because once you put it on, it was almost like sticky glue. My shade of the day is Power. It is a beautiful product from 241 Cosmetics, a hot new beauty brand from Los Angeles, co-founded by my next guests on Shift Happens, Helena and Feven Johannes. Helena and Feven are sisters. They're twins, 15 minutes apart and a tour de force of authenticity. Their hard work and dedication to building a brand rooted in kindness, confidence, and integrity made this privately owned company to be a prominent player in the beauty industry. They have been on Oprah's favorite things list already twice, in 2020 and 2022. Their journey, however, has been far from easy. Helena and Feven will share how their first pivotal moment actually happened before they were even born. The sisters are originally from Eritrea and came with their family via a refugee camp in Sudan to the United States. With this experience and background, their mission is to use the space of beauty to create a community that celebrates diversity and empowers women. So tune in. good to see you. Thank you. So good to see you too. Thank you for having us. Yes, I'm very excited to have you here. So um, Helena is joining us from 
LA? Los Angeles. Yes. Los Angeles. And Fevin, you are where right now? <laughs> right now I'm in New Mexico. <laughs> no, you're in Mexico City. Sorry, Mexico City. No, Mexico City. What am I talking about? <laughs> New <Sorry>. Mexico. <laughs> I'm like, New Mexico. No, I'm in Mexico City. Well, thank you so much for joining me. As you know, this is a new podcast, Shift Happens. And we are focusing on like pivotal moments and turning points um, mm -hmm. in our life. And we've met a while ago and you've been these amazing business owners and entrepreneurs and have started two for one cosmetics. Mm -hmm. I love your line. I really love your line um, that your ultimate mission is to empower women one eyeliner at a time. <laughs> and that you use the space of beauty in this way. That's wonderful and very inspiring. So uh, before we dig in deeper, I actually wanted to give you a few prompts. Um, mm -hmm. So Helena, flat or sparkling? Sparkling. Fevin, dogs or cats? Dogs, I'm not a cat person. <laughs> Elena, apples or oranges? Oh, that's so hard. Oh, my gosh. I'll take oranges. And you, Evan? Oranges. Vitamin C. Very important. <laughs> On your phone, which app do you use most often, Elena? Um, Amazon Prime or Instagram. Evan? Same. I would also add Pinterest. So I would say Amazon Prime, Instagram, And Pinterest. I'm always on Pinterest. So. so you too? Me? I think Instagram, I have to admit. Mm. And I'm following all these interior designers. So I'm just scrolling endlessly through couches and sofas. It's absurd. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And the last question is, um, you're twins, but both of you are on a deserted island and you're only allowed to take one thing. What is it, Helena? I'm on a deserted island and I'm only allowed to take one thing. Probably my iPhone because I can call people to send me things <laughs> or get okay. help. That's a good help. So smart. It's a tool. An iPhone's a tool. It is. That's so smart. How do I top that? Am I, do I have to answer that too? Yeah, 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 please. Uh, no, no, honestly, iPhone would be, and I love how specific you were. You're like an iPhone, not just a, not just a regular phone. Not a Samsung, but an iPhone. Yes, I would take an iPhone. Wait, I was actually thinking two things. I'm like, the first was an, a person, and the second was an iPhone. But I'm like, wait, I can use an iPhone to send a person. So the person why. isn't a thing. So. <laughs> well, I guess. So we could definitely reach you. Yes, definitely. Yeah, that's good. So now we know that about you, we can um, dive right into your story and mm -hmm. um so it would be wonderful if you could share one pivotal moment turning point that stands out for you in your personal or professional life should i start or helena do you want to start you can go ahead and start you're 15 minutes older you can start okay, <laughs> okay. um you know that's, that's, thank you for that question uh i always say that Our story always began before we were ever born. So when you say a pivotal moment, even though we weren't there to experience it, it I would um, it would be 
the journey between to, from Eritrea to Gibra Sudan, which is the refugee camp that Helene and I were born in. So my parents actually walked from Eritrea to Sudan to seek refuge. And I remember asking our father what that was like one day. And he said with this great big smile, you know, it's like walking from LA to San Francisco. And uh, even though we weren't on the journey, Helena said it best that resilience in our bloodline. And I feel like, you know, we, we, you know, that was a pivotal moment in our lives somehow. So I think that just to piggyback on what everyone was saying, a pivotal moment that's probably comes from our family, um, our parents in particular, and taking that chance. Our mother waited in line for this opportunity to get selected by a Presbyterian church that would later sponsor us. And that, what we always say, Fab and I speak about what separates us from our cousins is really opportunity. And that moment in particular, I think about that. Our mother, who's our father, who's just recovering from an injury in a war and we're in this desolate refugee camp. And she has a little boy. He was with our father from what we know at the time while she was waiting in line, this really long line. And my sister is in the front and I'm on the back or vice versa. And I always think about that choice that she made and the circumstances that they both had to to endure to make that choice. Um, but that is probably the most pivotal of us because what separates us from our cousins is really opportunity. And that was the opportunity that, that they gave us to come to this amazing country. Opportunity and also strength and resilience. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just to add to what Helena was saying, absolutely correct. So it was my mother who decided to apply for what's called, it's called the refugee resettlement program. So we would, and then from that, we would get the, the green card. And whereas my father, as Helena mentioned, um, was, uh, he was just recovering from, uh, you know, um, I think he's, uh, it was a land, his best friend stepped on a landmine and unfortunately died in front of him. But so he has shrapnel damage throughout his, and he was, he's actually blind in the left eye to, to this day, but he survived. We're here. And the, the boy that she mentioned is our older brother. So our older brother, Thomas was born first in the refugee camp. And then Helena and I entered the world, um, you know, about two years after that. But my mother had no idea she was having twins, by the way, no clue. Lucky. She's five feet tall. Yeah, I know. So she thought she was having a, a big boy. So I came out first and then 15 minutes later, my best friend entered the world. So and how old were you when you came to the US? We we're two. We we're two years old on our birthday, actually. On our birthday. We got on a plane a couple of days before yeah. and then we landed in Tennessee. So we actually were in Tennessee before. And my father made the decision, the smart decision, that where we were in particular wasn't the best for us. And oftentimes when you're coming from a, a different country and entering a new country, as immigrants, you want to see people that look like you, even though if, even if it's 10. So you create this community, like a sweet little silo. And um, he heard like his, he heard that his best friend was, um, who was also in the war, uh, was in Rochester, New York. And that's when we actually eventually got an opportunity um, to go to Rochester. And it's very cold in Rochester. I mean, you're in Long Island, so you know something about the cold. But um, mm -hmm. coming from the desert and then coming to snow is a completely different experience. We always joke around, Fab and I, that they talk about culture shock, but no one really talks about weather shock. 
And we're in LA for a very particular reason. We're here for the sun. I'm paying the sunshine tax. Seven is two. Because this is the closest um, in terms of weather that we could get all day sun. So in in LA, you um, decided to start your business. And um, what would you say was a pivotal moment in your uh, professional life? I mean, you shared a bit um, beforehand that you really decided not to be so spending so, so much energy and time on looking for investors, but um, really going inward and from there developing your brand further. It would be great if you could share a little bit about that. Um, Plan, do you want me to start or? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you know, it's interesting. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> Plan and I like to talk. So I just, um... we're normally together. Let's just tell your audience. We're, we not, we're normally together, but Fevin is traveling, yeah. hence why we're, we're making accommodations for you because you're so special to us. <laughs> Aww, yeah. thank you. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. So Holly and I um, uh, had a, a wedding startup and uh, before we launched 241 Cosmetics. And we learned through that experience, as a, you know, with meeting with a lot of venture capital, so venture capitalists that they're not necessarily at this in this early stage of, of our company you know we were kind of given we thought they had the keys to the kingdom and we learned because gosh we got we got rid of so many no's we literally have an excel spread of the no's that we got from the first startup so we kind of looked at that and said okay we have to dissolve that and we pivoted into beauty because we thought okay the wedding startup was something that we weren't as passionate about we kind of just saw it as you know a business opportunity But beauty has always been something we were passionate about. And so Helena and I thought to ourselves, okay, if we're going to rise or fall, but I like to say and think that we have risen in a lot of ways, um, it's going to be on our own terms. So we took our own money and invested in ourselves and invested in a, an idea and a company and in a brand that we wanted to see. You know, But you know the statistics, 0.2% of venture capital goes to women of color. And um, mm. you know that's a whole other topic. But we decided, okay, let's just take our own money and bet on ourselves. Behind us is the best that the rejection was just redirection. Or did you read that on Pinterest somewhere? Re rejection is just I redirection. I think I heard it from Oprah, actually. Okay. I know it's from Oprah, but I, um, I think though, just to touch on the question, mm -hmm. I've worked, I've always worked, Fevin's always worked. We worked as babysitters, cashiers at Wegmans, our favorite grocery store. Um, I worked throughout my college. I went to Skidmore College. I loved it. I love my experience there. Um, but working was, it was just always a solution to any financial issue that we had. It was always a, an answer to something. But I think that it really primed our mind that we can get things in life if we work hard, actually work. I think that we saw that really from our parents. We saw them when we were just little girls cleaning up the church pews and cleaning up um, as janitors and, and housekeeper and then, you know, getting an education and rising. So we had a real front row to their, their struggle, our struggle, and then to see their triumph. But working was always the answer. Just no, nothing was too small. And when we first came to LA, we came here literally because of sun. I mean, it sounds so primitive, but it's no, no, really I, the no, truth. I, can, I, yeah. Can remember, yeah. I ended up working at the Writers Guild, which is on strike right now. And I'm in solidarity and support uh, of that movement. 
So my first day at the job was the Writers Guild strike in 07, 08, that strike. There, literally, my first week was that. Um, And it made national headlines. It shut down Hollywood. Um, But from there, I learned about talking points, about messaging, about strategy, because I was in communications. And when I was there, I met someone and we created this business, this wedding business with um, Bevan. But while I was at the Writers Guild, Bevan and I, I wanted something more because I didn't feel there was a hunger in the both of us that I can't explain it. Other, It's just a real hunger that you there is something mm-hmm. more that we mm-hmm. deserve to share our story and to m- meet new people through that journey. And so we created Bevan and Helena, a.k.a. the twinship we coined ourselves. And it was a blog called Food, Fashion, Decor, and More. And it was our outlet, creative outlet. We would take our own photos and we didn't know anything about Photoshop or anything like that and our Facetune, but we would, you know, make our own creative um, portfolios of different makeups and food. Fevin loves to cook. She's amazing. Uh, she can, I mean, this girl can really cook. Fevin. <laughs> um, so we just used that as a way to connect with people. And then we saw on the back end that a lot of new friends that we found were really connecting to mm-hmm. our eyeliner. And like we, we've been wearing eyeliner since we were 15 years old. We love liquid eyeliner. It, it is our war paint. It wakes up our eyes, our face. And it's just become this, it became a conduit to real connection with uh, with women. But it also was um, something that we Fev and I used to do when we were younger. It was a constant way of connecting. So when our when our business, um, our beauty, or sorry, our wedding business, that dissolved when we had to make that hard decision. And we're running out of money. I was, I quit my job, by the way, in trying to be this wedding tech entrepreneur, which was not my destiny, clearly. <laughs> uh, it's, um, and I learned a lot from that. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, we can go over that. It, we, Fevin, I turned to Fevin, or Fevin turned to me and she's like, well, what are we going to do next? Because it's this burning like desire to create mm-hmm. and to connect. Um, and to build together. And she said, and she was beauty. Like it was the way she said, it was so obvious to us. It was the most obvious thing. And then she was the one who created like the name 241, which I loved because it's, mm-hmm. it's, it, do you know the meaning behind 241? The actual, the two for one. Seven, you want to tell us? Yeah. Right. Tell you know, me. Seven, go ahead. Tell us. So two for one cosmetics is, um, it's a play on words because growing up as twins, people would constantly ask, in Rochester, New York, it was kind of an inside joke. Are you two for or one? And our father, you know, overheard that one day and he thought, okay, that that's actually not, he's like, you know, there's no discount on your self-worth. So absolutely not. You're not a two for one. But your mother did have one pregnancy and she gave birth to twins. But also just growing up as twins, there's this constant comparison, Claudia, and people always compare you. They're like, okay, who's the who's the artsy twin and who's the twin that likes um, math or who's the twin? Like, who's the, or the, the worst one was who's the mean twin? I mean, we never want to be the mean twin, but <laughs> it was this idea that, the I evil. mean, never want to be the weird. One's evil, one's good. Like, who's the angel? Who's the, I don't know, wait, my dad. How like, intense. I know, how intense. But honestly, though, it's just being constantly compared to each other and, Mm-hmm. But our father said to us one day, you know, you can embrace all facets of your personality. You don't have to pick one or the other. Um, and in terms, especially when it comes to competition, it was our mother and our father that really, because we saw them not competing with each other, but working with each other. And so, mm-hmm. so that's the whole idea of two for one cosmetics. That can be all, all things. You can be brains and beauty. You can be two for one. 
because I mean, we could dive deeper, you know, with how society likes to compare women, how, you know, that's a whole other topic. (laughs) That's a whole other podcast. I mean, it's fascinating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And of course, the hunger is admirable and to go after and to have the guts, right, to say, well, this didn't work out. You know, how lucky because how often, you know, do we get stuck and we are actually still trying to break that wall. Yeah. And it's only getting thicker instead of saying, okay, that was it. We are turning around. And then the most obvious to both of you finally gets to you that you are working you know with beauty and with women and and I really love it that you say how you use the realm of beauty to create a community that celebrates women and celebrates diversity and the empowerment of women Mm -hmm. so you've been creating this amazing vibrant community no wonder you've already been a few times on Oprah's favorite things list. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable. Twice. Yes, twice. Yeah. yeah. So um, what's what's next for you in this and with the experience that you have? Um, how do you want to um, work with the brand? You just had a major uh, launch, right, of a collaboration with Bloomingdale's. Um, Did I understand this right? I mean, that's huge, right? Will you be on the road and be there at the stores or or how do you you work on uh, further developing the brand? You know, I just want to say you said something that really touched me. You said guts. And um, it's actually true. When when you create something, you, you you are in your own silo. I'm so lucky I have my twin sister with me as an entrepreneur. Um, there's so much we didn't know, and there's things that you don't know along the journey, but you kind of figure it out. But it's that North Star of faith that you need in that the guts to, and borders on delusion, to be real, like to be really, to really, <laughs> to really feel like you deserve a seat at this table this legacy table of esteemed brands who've been doing it for years. And as an emerging brand to have the guts to say, I want, I can create, we want to create something that we haven't seen. And what is it we haven't seen? We, well, one of the reasons why uh, we became really more passionate about uh, the beauty space was when I was looking at my makeup bag, I, I started paying attention to the companies that I was supporting. And then I started looking for them. I was like, who owns these companies? And none of these owners look like me. And I found that, or seven, or or a lot of women in my life. And I and I found that we were manipulating a lot of colors to suit our to really make our makeup look not like you know crazy paint on our faces. Um, mm-hmm. And this was in 2016 when we started incubating it. Now we see, and I we love it. Uh, we see. A lot of brands, well, not a lot. I shouldn't say that. We see brands now that the, the helm are uh, women of color. That's amazing, who actually create makeup for all shades. There's still not enough of us, but there's still. it's nice to see us there. And it's a real honor to even be recognized by those other brands, too. When we got the opportunity with Bloomingdale's, and we were just had our amazing, it was two days. I'm still buzzing off of it and Bevan I'm sure you are too she had to, she had to fly off right away we've been so busy and it was such an amazing experience but we got to meet the customers and uh people firsthand really see them and pick out colors for them but we're not just selling 
beauty. We're actually selling a connection. We're selling a community mm -hmm. and we're really, uh, we're that confidence as Bevan always says, we're selling that confidence and we're, we're also just a support system. And we also happen to be a really chic looking brand at the same time. So that mm -hmm. opportunity with Bloomingdale's is great. We do want to do more of that. We're planning on to do more of that in October, actually. Um, but if you mentioned earlier with Oprah, I'm sure Fabian can tell you the whole story of all how that went down. Want to share that? Yeah, I don't know if it still feels surreal to us. Uh, when we were writing the website copy for our our um, two for one cosmetics, so every single word that you read on the site is us. You know, we decided. You know what? Helena said to me one day, in terms of the product description, I think that we should, it should be a feeling. And that just changed everything. I'm like, and I had an aha moment. I'm like, she's absolutely right. Mm -hmm. So we started to incorporate mantras with each product, including, mm -hmm. of course, you have a list of the ingredients, but we have a mantra. So instead of just listing the ingredients, we decided, okay, we're also going to include a, a, a brand mantra, you know, sorry, a, a beauty mantra, I should say. And um, we took ourselves off of Instagram and we just started diving into books. And I see those books back there. Helena and I love to read, especially Helena. So we love books. So we took ourselves off Instagram. We just started reading books. And then in the background, I started playing um, Oprah Winfrey's What I Know For Sure, her audio book and, and throughout writing the website. It was just a strange thing that I decided to do. And um, I started to write of what Oprah would say. So if you read the mantra for Role Model Lipstick, I, you know, we wrote, um, you are the most influential person you will ever meet, which is such an Oprah thing to say, like, you know, mm -hmm. you are your own role model. So you are, mm -hmm. and then, you know, so, so then like, you know, from this really kind woman, her name is um, Lizzie saying that uh, um, at that time it was called Oprah Magazine was interested in our story. And we thought this, this is a joke. I, we thought it was a joke. Like this doesn't really happen. And then we later found mm -hmm. out that uh, we were picked to be a thing. So we didn't have a PR person. Helena says the best. God is our PR. We didn't have a PR person. <laughs> it was um, word of mouth and an email that we got. And that's how it all started. But in, in a beautiful way, I, I think that we kind of manifested that moment collectively, mm -hmm. Helena and I. So mm -hmm. when I had the opportunity uh, to meet her when we, when we had the opportunity to meet her through zoom, uh, I asked her, I was like, do you mind if I share the story with her? And I, and I told her that we played her book in the background and that our, our website voice, our site copy is in our brand mantras or were written in the voice. What would Oprah say? You know, what would Oprah say to us? And, um, yeah, that's kind of crazy. But you mentioned earlier that you uh, that for you it's important to create a feeling of connection and to connect, of course, with you know your the consumers, but but connection in a broader sense. And if you share that story, that makes total sense and and fits completely in it, right? Mm -hmm. Because we are we are connected in yeah. in mm -hmm. so many more ways than just what materializes for us in the here and now. There was a moment when we were. Um, we are a mutual friend, Eureka, it was amazing. She um, connected us with this investor, it's venture fund, and we were presenting to them. And it did, I could tell that Feven wasn't really into us presenting to them. She looked very uncomfortable. And right, right, it wasn't they reciprocated. They were into us, and then we were into them. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, so it was I mean, a, it's, a, it's also a chem it's a chemistry thing too, right? Right. I so mean, it was a, absolutely as simple as that. It, it was a bad date, right, um, for sure. <laughs> so we were, uh, I looked over, I go, you know, what if we actually 
stop in my head in my inner monologue well let's not continue this this isn't working um we don't get we're not speaking the same language even though we are and they don't see it and uh the value that we're presenting and no hard feelings just walk away and it was in that moment that we decided to actually pull our own money together and launch the vision that we had in our head and share it with the world and the reception has been so wonderful thus far and we're so grateful for it we're still privately owned we still owe ourselves um but that can very much change but i think that's another thing when people hear that seven and i i still work full time to support my lifestyle but also to support the business in seven too where we can just when they find when when people hear that like wait you guys own your own company and that it, it, we're not trust fund kids we didn't come from uh, a silver spoon and we came from mud and stick in a beauty beautiful beautiful continent called africa um which we honor and respect dearly i think that that really inspires a lot of people because it is a rag to you know we're not rich as yet but we're almost <laughs> there but it's that it's that cinderella story that people are really excited about be, because that confidence of us just putting ourselves out there and um seeing what the world and seeing how the universe unfolds with these incredible miracles like oprah like there's some and i kind of wrestle with the self-made idea a lot of times i was self-evident because there's so many prayers behind where we are there's so many people who support and buy what we're doing mm -hmm. but we've we've created our 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 business i just want to say that we had our first um we had it was a beauty spring soiree with eureka and we had the opportunity to meet you and you also said something that was pivotal since we're talking about pivotal moments when we were in new york for that spring soiree and we met you and you uh came up to me because there were a lot of people trying to tell us different things about oh what makes you guys different and and you said you know what makes you guys different i thought i was going to give you an answer you actually had an answer for me and you said authenticity that's what's separating the two, you two from the rest. It's authenticity. And mm -hmm. I told them, I go, and we were looking at each other, we didn't know that was a commodity. And that is actually the secret sauce to a lot of, I think most of the amazing opportunities that we had is our authenticity. And we always think about you when we, when people say that about us, I'm like, oh my God, Claudia, she said it first. <laughs> <laughs> when we had a great opportunity of being on Good Morning America, was it last year? We did an interview. And our community of Eritreans and Americans were so supportive and the most beautiful, kind people just sharing it. And, and the sales really reflected their support, really. And then, you know, it reaching the actual country of Eritrea, it was such a, it, it, to me, it's such a heartwarming moment that mm -hmm. what we're doing here can eventually get us to a position where we can actually build roads and uh, in these rural parts that our, our parents grew up, but it just gives hope in a way and some sort of um, inspiration to a lot of people out there. It's very, it's very humbling actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can mm -hmm. imagine. So um, I wanted to ask you um, taking turns, what would be your advice to your younger self and to your older self? So Helena, maybe you want to go. Oh, me first again, <laughs> advice for my younger self. Um, I would advise my younger I liked me when I was younger. I still like me uh, now, but 
Well, intuitively, I was, um, I would tell my younger self that to relax, that uh, to have more faith, actually. That's what I would tell my younger self. Mm -hmm. And to go for it. Don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. I would tell my younger self to trust your instincts and to not doubt yourself and to yeah. know that you are deserving and worthy because I, and yeah, so that's what I tell myself. Yeah. And Fevn, to your older self? Tell myself now? No, to what kind of advice would you give to your older self? Oh, like Fevn in the future? To Fevn in the future. To, to, to not be so critical. I, 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 could, I think that sometimes I could be critical. And like Helena said, like, have more faith. That's what I tell <laughs> Now mm. I gotta have more faith now. <laughs> and you, Helena? Older, I have fun, honestly. <laughs> You've done all the work. You're older now. Put your feet up. And I'm saying for everyone, I'm like, put your feet up, have fun, uh, give back. Uh, you have time to be charitable. And um, we have time to be charitable now, but you have more time to be charitable. Um, go on that vacation in the Turks and Caicos and go on your vacation. You deserve it. <laughs> yeah. And celebrate. Yeah. And, and celebrate. Your, yeah. Celebrate. Yeah. Take your family and friends. Yeah. So um, to wind this up a little bit, um, just two things. Um, what energizes you, Fevin? I, I love, it's funny. I didn't realize how much I love interacting with customers because I can be a little bit more, I think I, I'm not shy at all, but meeting the customers energized me and, and it motivated me to work harder. Um, I also think that being from Eritrea, I don't know what it is, but Helene and I have always had an innate responsibility to give back and to do more. So I would say that being Eritrean definitely energizes me and empowers me and motivates me as well. Helena. Um, I actually agree with Fevin. I think being from the motherland, Eritrea, really energizes me. And in terms of, I love a challenge and I love, um, I get a thrill from something that seems impossible. When an opportunity is presented that feels like Oprah's favorite things, you have to fulfill all, we got picked the first year during COVID. Or we didn't even know if people were going to wear mascara or sorry, lipstick anymore. Like, are people going to be wearing lipstick or lip gloss during a pandemic under the mask? Well, it turns out they actually do. That moment in particular really energized me because I got, I got afraid, but I like to push through it, like feel the fear and like really push through it. And, I, and that's the stuff that gets me energized. God, my energy levels rise when I hear you talking. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Great. <laughs> so you've been talking about how how busy things are and you know traveling and everything and we all are learning at the moment how important self-care is and um, so I just wanted to ask you towards the end now how do you calm your minds Evan you know I recently well first of all Helene and I love to run we are avid runners so running Uh, doing at least 10,000 steps a day, daily affirmations, but talking to my mother and father and my twin sister, Helena. I, literally, I'm calm after talking to those three. That's so sweet. That's probably yes. the same for me, similar. Um, so what calms me down? I love that question, actually. 
and self-care is so important. You, you're not too busy for sleep. I'm a big believer that sleep is so important. Femin and I will get our eight hours. We've been more disciplined about our sleep probably since the beginning of our two-for-one journey. And I think with our generation, they've really hammered in, or at least the past three, the past two years, I think it's gotten a lot better where we talk about self-care and mm-hmm. getting your rest, having your vitamins, um, going on walks talking to friends, encouraging people to see therapy. I think that seek therapy, I think that has become a more less stigmatized thing. My husband's really wonderful. He's such an anchor in my life and we do our daily affirmations, but I'm so lucky to have seven. We literally laugh. Even when things are bad, we can't help ourselves. I don't know if it's a good thing, but we laugh. We cannot help ourselves, but laugh at the adversity. We just can't in the struggles. It just, you know, because we're here, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, we have our health. And that is the beauty of when you have that consciousness of, wait, I am, there's so many other things that could have gone wrong. It's this, I think mm-hmm. we have an unwavering optimism that is crazy sometimes, <laughs> but I think. No, that, it's wonderful. Um, keep it, keep it. <laughs> it's so great. So it's been so um, wonderful to have you and um, to see you again. Yeah. Um, after quite a while I hope we can you know in the future connect again somewhere in person I put on power I put on power today the oh my god your lip Lip gloss oh it's so beautiful yeah well in real life you can see it more but anyway I love them I love all of the shades thank you so much always for your support I'm a big fan thank you for all your support we really appreciate it (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, I applaud you're so, you. You're so special. No. You're a very special. I applaud person, you. No. Yeah. Thank well, you. Thank so you. Much. I'll take it. Thank I'll so take much. it. You are. You are. See you soon. Bye. <sighs> Speaking of what energizes you. These two are really an infusion of sunshine. And that despite all challenges out there in the beauty startup world, especially, as we have heard, as female entrepreneurs of color. You should definitely check out their products. Elegant shades of lipsticks and glosses, as well as the perfect eyeliner. You can find 241 Cosmetics products on Instagram or on their website, 241cosmetics.com And no, this is no paid advertisement. Just pure enthusiasm. I'm looking forward to being connected with you again in two weeks on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Shift Happens has been created and is hosted by me, Claudia Mahler. Editing, Andy Borison. Communications and Marketing, Amy Jacobus and Jessica Pearson from Amy Jacobus Marketing. I hope you felt connected and heard while listening to Shift Happens. Mm-hmm.